four minutes after uh, 8 o'clock. The grease man here, pranking and working and having a ball. Even though it is cold outside, 15 brutal degrees. Oh, God, God, God. Yeah, we'll be lucky to get up into the 20s today. We'll be lucky to get into the 20s. And then uh, tomorrow, let's see, 60% chance of snow in the 20s again. And right now, 15 degrees. But this cold weather's kind of nice. Office parties and everything. This is your perfect opportunity. This is your perfect opportunity to break out that dog-eared copy of the Hobble Guy Handbook. And check out Chapter 109. Ho, 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 hobble. This is the time of year people are partying, they're friendlier. So if there's that thing in your office you've always had your eye on, now's the time to make your play. Get that bottle of blackberry brandy. You know, something sweet. So that if she's a non-drinker, she can at least gag that down, right? Then you wait till 5 o'clock, everybody's leaving. Good night, good night. Don't worry, sir, I'll lock up. Okay, take care. You walk over to her desk as she's putting her little compact in her purse. You set that bottle down, you say, hi. How about a little drink? How about a little holiday cheer? And she looks at the bottle and goes, oh, blackberry, but well, I, I don't know. I, I haven't really eaten all day. And I normally leave right at 5 so I can get home and walk the dog. You say, come on, you're going to let your whole life be run by your dog's bowel movements? She says, you know, that you're right, I kind of do. You know, I plan my whole life where i got to get home. Walk the you're right. <laughs> I mean, you know, his GI tract is my agenda for the day. Sure, I'll have a drink with you. Why not? So you pour yourself a couple of shots. Pour them tall and neat. And you start talking there. Warmth of that brandy finds its way to her tummy. She suddenly loosens up a little bit. As you talk for a while, you say, you, so you sit at this desk all day. I see you sitting here all day. It doesn't look too comfortable. And she sits there and says, oh, yeah, I have all my things here. I say, boy, it must be a strain as you get behind her and start rubbing the back of her neck. Sinking your powerful thumbs deep, deep into her. And she goes, oh, God. Oh, God. That's when you try that first experimental kiss on the top of her head or perhaps the back of her neck. If she reacts stunned and pulls away and looks at you like a madman, take your bottle, AMF. But sometimes, you know, as you dig those thumbs deep, you place your lips on the top of her head, she may react by pushing back, by responding with replied pressure. That's when you know you got it. That's when you spin her around in the chair and knock everything off that desk here. Stupid pictures of her dying here. Don't even take off your shoes. That only heightens, heightens the pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. With a little bit of luck, you've stepped in some gum. <laughs> some gum on the way to work. So as, you, as you're rutting, you know, a little piece of paper gets stuck to the bottom of your shoes. It's just, it's just a torture. Well, you don't have to go for the desktop. You, since you've already been rubbing the back of your neck, you can just spin her around for the old stand-up gobble. Or, uh, it's one technique I employed successfully on top of the Xerox machine. Oh, man. 
I didn't realize it, but in the frenzied coupling, we'd accidentally hit the print button. And there we were, wailing away, while we kept getting repeatedly bathed in green light. That thing was just shooting them copies right out there. We didn't notice it, because they all just shot out and went behind the machine. The next day, the boss looked behind us, saw all those papers in there, all those copies. He picked them up, he looked at them, he said, Hey, hey, hey! Who Xeroxed all these pictures of Willie Nelson? And now for something completely...